Now introducing the Minor Wisdom Trio! Minor Wisdom! Well, well, well. How's everybody doing? Great. Anyway, moving on. So this week, I've got a unique one. I've done something similar to this in the past, but this is unique to me and a little closer to me because I've interviewed the students that I had, uh, five of the six students that I had at univer- at the University of Houston. Go Cougs! Whose house? Cougs house! I interviewed five of the six students uh, in my class, and this was our last class, and it was really, really fun. Uh, one of the students, it wasn't that she... Well, wasn't uh, willing to do this. She just didn't show up for the last class. Whatever, man. I get it. It's fine. Life happens. So uh, it was a lot of fun to get to talk to them. One of the things that, you know, teachers say this all the time, this is nothing new. I'm not breaking any ground with this, but teachers have more revelations and cathartic moments when they're teaching than maybe students do. Uh, And that was so true with these kids, uh, because we would just sit around and, uh, shoot the shite, uh, shite the shoot. And, uh, you know, just, uh, as to steal something from Conan O'Brien, we were just some chill chums, you know what I'm saying? So we had a good time and I, uh, I, I got the idea because they kind of hounded me a couple times about wanting you to have this on the podcast. And so finally I just showed up at the last class and didn't tell them I was going to do it. Obviously, I told them like before we hit record, obvi, uh, but uh, didn't tell them before the class started that I was going to record them, and uh, we did it and had a great time, and uh, you can see by the time stamp on it, it was a longer chat than normal, but also kind of had to be because like they pay for you know two hours of class every Thursday, but uh, that's beside the point. Besides the point? No, beside the point, right? It's beside the point not besides the point, just like, just like I had some people in some musical presentations this week say, uh, you know, uh, if you get casted for this, uh, casted, not, not a word in the world of theater, maybe in fishing, but, uh, not in theater. So stop saying casted. <laughs> okay. Irregardless of that kidding, that's not a word either. Although it is now because of dumb people. So this week was a lot of fun. Uh, the beauty of private school, bro, Uh, I'm recording this on a Friday and as I do most uh, weeks and we didn't really have school today. We had like a day where the kids get to come in and they wrap up their semester. They take, uh, uh, tests. They make sure their work is in, they study. I had a few of my kids from my Shakespeare class come in and present a, a sonnet that they were supposed to have presented a few days ago and they just weren't ready, blah, 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 excuse uh, upon excuse, but they uh, let us kind of do that, and I got to tell you, it's glorious, it's amazing, and I really think that it's something that a public school system should adopt, because it helps the kids kind of de-stress, and as we get deeper and deeper into this mental health world that we live in, or the, the recognition of mental health, shall we say, uh, it, it is really something if I'm ever in a position of power in the public school system, which I don't know if that'll ever happen again, but I'm going to like push my arse off to kind of get one of these days on the calendar, maybe like twice a year. Uh, we, uh, we really benefit from it at my school. Um, we call them off the grid days 
It just means the kids are allowed to come in, encouraged to come in, but allowed to come in and just get their you-know-what's done, their shites done uh, with their teachers and make sure that they are they got their ducks in a row before they head into finals. So it's just really, really helpful. I love it. Um, and yeah, so uh, tomorrow I've got my uh, first, uh, my daughter, my daughter, Ava, who is super preteen right now, and I believe very hormonal and not understanding how that feels, but that that that's neither here nor there. I'm just uh, having a hard time dealing with that. But she has a three versus three soccer tournament tomorrow. She plays four games. The three, it's a team of four kids, so they have one sub. But uh, the three on three, it's all day. Like, you're supposed to show up now. They said show up the night before and set up your tent. I'm like, girl. Uh, like I'm, I'm not camping out to for a, a ten year old soccer tournament. Um, but I'm coaching these these girls tomorrow. They have four games, four twenty minute games, with a two minute half, so uh, ten two ten. And I'm not looking forward to it. <laughs> I'll let you know how it went next week. Um, make sure that you guys, as my dog is barking in the background, probably at his shadow, or is that no at her shadow. I can tell the bark, uh, but guys sign up for T tech, man. Like, um, it's rounding out to be an amazing experience. We, uh, have some great people coming to do workshops and we've again, uh, sort of minimized the number of workshops offered so that, uh, not minimized in a bad way, but we've, we've reduced down from last year so that we can drive up some interest in each individual workshop. I think last year, you know, we, we put too much into the basket that the basket was overflowing to the point where people just didn't know what to do. And this year, I think we have a, an amazing balance. We have nine total, uh, slots and, and then within those nine total slots, we have nine total workshops being offered. And it's just a, a really nice smorgasbord of, teachers and uh, guest artists and professionals and all the different uh, things that you usually get with guest art guest artists. So I would highly encourage you to come to it. I get that it's musical season. I get for a lot of you, I get that some of you do eight shows a year. So come on, like come out for a weekend, but it's going to, especially if you're in the North Texas area, uh, it's going to rejuvenate you. I don't know if anybody from Oklahoma is listening, but you should come too, you know, uh, maybe, uh, you know, North Arkansas. Uh, but uh, I, I would, I, I'm going to have a lot of fun. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there with all my friend, uh, Stewart, and it's going to be balls. but it's in Rockwall, Texas, which is just east of Dallas. If you know Dallas, you know Rockwall. Uh, it's a beautiful area. It's right on the lake. Uh, the hotel is on the lake. It's not like it's not like where they say beachside property in Galveston, and it's actually a mile away from the beach. No, this is like right on the lake. So it's really pretty, really beautiful. Uh, I've been there before, not with T Tech or not with the Thespians, but just been to that hotel, motel, Holiday Inn. So it's really nice. Um, and again, this isn't a plug for it, but I am a part of that board, so maybe it is a little bit of a plug for it. I hope you people have a great time administering finals. I'm administering two French and maybe physics. I don't know. But uh, yeah, I've got a couple finals coming up that uh, they, that's one thing they do with us at the private school level. We help each other. You know, we have an English test day. We have a math test day, blah, 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 blah. And everybody kind of chips in and helps administer things, which is also great because the kids can't like 
ask me questions. You know, they can say like, yeah, where do I write my name or something like that? Or how do you flip the piece of paper or something? I don't know, but uh, do you, can you sharpen my pencil? Something like that, but they can't be like, parlez-vous français? Oui, oui, mon cher Henri, ho, 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 baguette. Uh, so uh, that's really nice that, that I don't have to be bothered by that. So uh, yeah, I think that's about it. Anything else? Anybody got anything else they want to talk about? No? Cool. Well, friend me on Facebook, buy a shirt, do all that stuff. Hey, again, I've this week I had two people reach out to me on Facebook to friend me. Two. All two. <laughs> anyway, and uh, I don't know who you are. So uh, maybe say like, hey, girl, listen to the pod. Love it. Or hey, girl, listen to the pod. Hate it. Or whatever it is. Oh, speaking of uh, hey, girl, I'm also doing White Christmas this week. It's exhausting. That show is long, written by a Jew. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm dreaming of a white Christmas, uh, Blue Skies. Blue Skies is a beautiful song, probably one of my favorites. But um, anyway, yeah, happy holidays. And uh, enjoy this chizat with some students from the University of Houston. Oh, the last thing. This is how my brain works. These kids are not out to get the University of Houston. They don't even really, I don't think they once say this department. They might have, maybe they once did. But uh, they're they're not saying anything about the University of Houston's department. Uh, there's nothing about it. I, I, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Apply to the University of Houston if for some reason you're a 17-year-old high school senior or junior listening to this right now. I don't know why you are. But uh, if you want to be a theater educator, go apply to the University of Houston. The thing is about theater education, if you poll theater educators, you know where they started was uh, in just theater, right? And then they became theater educators because uh, they're smart. So, and they have a passion for teaching maybe too. So uh, get that passion now, understand the reality of just how theater works. You can still do theater while being an educator, okay? So why not go get that degree and get that certification now, learn how to be the best you in the classroom and get it at the University of Houston. Whose house? Coog's house, baby. Enjoy this week. Hello, my name is Kai Womack. I'm a senior theater education major and I plan to teach middle school theater or nice. elementary school theater. Okay, sucker. <laughs> All right. yeah. uh, hi, I'm Brisa Martinez. I'm a junior theater education major. And as of right now, I plan to teach middle school, maybe elementary school. Okay. Uh, my name is Mandy Romero. I'm a junior theater education major, and I plan to teach high school. James. <laughs> Are you waiting for the other person next to you? <laughs> Hi, my name is James Morris. I'm a junior theater education major, and I do believe I want to teach high school. Okay. Uh, so can I ask, start with you, James, real fast, because you just said, I do believe. Uh, <laughs> what's going to change your mind? Like about like, teaching. Yeah, like what, and about what level you're going to teach. Like what, what is, why do you say it? They were very definitive, uh, Brisa and Kai. Uh, what, why do you say, I, you know, I think, I do believe, I, I, you're kind of apprehensive. Well, it's like a level of like, what can I, what do I think I can deal with better on a day-to-day -day basis? Which mm -hmm. part of deal with? You mean students or you mean production or you students, mean all of it? Okay. Students, students and how they like. Relatability, maybe? 
Maybe, yeah. Well, you're going to relate just fine, dude. <laughs> anyway, you know, off, on the record, but also, you know, just, just real talk between the two of us. You, you'll be fine. Also, uh, just, just observing that, you know. Sure, okay. So, so some of your experiences so far. Yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. All right, so, uh, Kai, you're about to go and student teach. Um, what is it that you're more, most fearful of at the moment? Um, what am I most fearful of? Honestly, I would say not connecting with the students, but I don't believe that'll be a problem mm -hmm. um, because I do have experience teaching kids that I've never seen before in my life. Mm -hmm. So that's my fear, but I know that I'll, I won't have an issue with it overall. Yeah. At what point do you recognize that that's no longer something you should be afraid of? The more that you teach, honestly, the more of you doing it, the more comfortable you'll get with, uh, well, the more comfortable you get with your teaching style and you'll also learn what your teaching style is and how you could adjust it so that you're more, I guess, relatable to the kids yeah. and all that stuff. Uh, Mandy, how do you stay relatable? Um, I think... TikTok. <laughs> yes. I just thought of that. I was going to say, like, like um, I mean, just doing research, and it's stupid, but TikTok, yeah. and yeah. I, I've, I have a couple of teacher friends that say, like, most of what how they relate to their students is through TikTok, or yep. through memes, or watching, like, TV shows, asking the students in the classroom, like, what are y'all into now? You know, stuff like that. Now, now, now back up a little bit, because... Uh, <laughs> Because I feel like sometimes a teacher, now it depends on who you are, this goes back to the relatable thing with James and Kai, but uh, I feel like a student will play you a little bit. Like if they don't, if they don't necessarily like you or there's like, there's still, there's still some like, I don't know if I like her or not, or if I, you know, if I'm feeling this class, they might, they might play you and say, for instance, I, when I taught public school we had a safe word in public school like when an administrator would walk into class and uh, because if an administrator walked in I want everybody it's not that I want everybody to shape up but they shouldn't talk the way that I would normally allow them to talk in class because mm -hmm. administrators don't necessarily want to hear cursing and stuff believe it or not um, and so we had a safe word so one year before I knew what Harambe was oh no uh, <laughs> The, kid, the kids were like, our safe word should be Harambe. And I'm like, cool, man, whatever, I don't know. And, and, and in my mind, as a, as a white man, you know, that name doesn't sound white. No offense, you know, no offense to all the white Harambes out there. But, so in my mind, I'm thinking, okay, we're just going to let this go, and I'll look it up later. Uh, but they were playing me. They were like, this yeah. is a name that that is relevant right now, but I had no idea this whole, this whole gorilla thing happened and, and all this stuff. Um, I clearly found out. It wasn't, it wasn't that big of a deal. Uh, as far as the name, the, the whole situation was a big deal, but I'm saying as far as the name being what they chose. So, all right, back to you, Mandy. Come on, R.I.P. Too soon. Watch uh, your kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those damn kids. Uh, but what, at, like, so, Staying relevant through TikTok and all that stuff, uh, do you have to? I guess do you are you going to discipline yourself and other people can chime in on this? Uh, discipline yourself to stay relevant, and how far do you go with that? Because at some points you, you start to dive into some like 
kind of not so healthy things that these kids are into. Like you were, I'm not going to bring up what you were just talking about, about your experience in middle school, but like what you were talking about in middle school being like the popular thing to do is not healthy. Yeah. And it's not, you know, should a teacher be aware of it? Yes. Absolutely. Uh, and we'll just, I'll just say for lack of better words, talking about harming yourself, right? Um, but if that, if you find out via TikTok, that that's like the end thing. I mean, like, you know, I don't know where I'm going with this really. I, I guess it'd be. Like, I don't know what the question is, but yeah. I'm just trying to figure out like, like where do you draw the line of how, how hip and, and relevant and cool do you feel you should be? That I, kind of thing. Were you going to say feel something? Like everything you see, like you make the decision whether or not you sure. want to apply it in some way. Yeah. Sure. Even okay. if it's just like, just seeing it helps you like just understand uh, uh, where, where someone's coming from a little better, like you won't necessarily have to just do it. Like a, adopt like the ways of, of whatever you just saw right. to like relate to more to a student. Yeah. I feel. Okay, that's yeah. a good answer. Yeah. I accept that. I think it's also a maturity thing. Um, you can always be aware, even as an artist, you know, the artist part of the job, you should be aware of like current events and you know what's trending and all that stuff, but yeah. you don't necessarily have to be a part of the trend, right. you know. So yeah, I agree with what James said. Okay, yeah, I like to use words out of like it, not inappropriately, but inappropriately in the way like bussing. I say bussing all the time. When I I know what bussing means, right? But like when my students are like, "What are we doing in class today?" I'd be like, "I don't know, but it's gonna be bussing." And they think that I don't know what, what, what it means, and so it really kind of helps. Like it makes them kind of appreciate it a little more. But uh, like I almost said a couple days ago, and I can say this on the podcast because I'm not going to describe who it was. Oh, we had a girl make main stage, right? At, oh, nice. at Thespians, yeah, thanks. <laughs> taught her everything I know. Um, <laughs> but uh, for dance, she made it for dance, so obviously it wasn't me that taught her. But um, I was going to introduce her to the school and be like, this baddie, blah, 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 blah. And then I was like, you know what, let me just, just for shits and giggles, let me look up, let me look up what baddie means. Yes. You know, yeah. in, the, in the urban dictionary world, not in the, not in the like, you know, Merriam-Webster. Yeah, yeah. And so, so I did, and I was like, eh, I probably shouldn't say that. Yeah. <laughs> Good call. I'm glad you did. <laughs> Good call. But, but imagine the laughter. Yeah. <laughs> and then me getting fired. So, uh, and our laughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, everybody would be like, no, 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 that was hilarious. And well, the parents didn't think so. Um, of this girl. Uh, so, anyway, I, I digress. But, yeah, so staying relevant. All right, so we got off topic a little bit. Um, on the re- harambe <laughs> again rip um so lol <laughs> uh right is that no we're not laughing no, no we're not laughing at oh it. sorry uh too again, soon, too soon again. um somewhere he's enjoying himself in the, bananas the, yeah he, somewhere he's bananas. out of a cage yeah. uh yeah um, bananas, bananas. <laughs> yeah do gorillas eat bananas though I think they do. Maybe yeah, we're forcing a stereotype so. on them. No, I, well, I'm not. She did. Oh, I, I, I think that they generally, I generally do think that they eat produce, like well, ve- produce, fruits, vegetables, okay, bananas. Because, like, here's the thing with bananas, because bananas are where? Up in a tree. Gorillas don't climb trees very often. It's like chimps and things like that. Like, so I think, I think gorillas low-key <laughs> eat, like. Just think of fallen bananas. Fallen bananas. Fa- or yeah, just. Yeah. Or they can shake the tree. Yeah, that's true. Shake the tree. They can find I mean, a way. They will I mean, you could. 
Yeah, you can make the argument we eat bananas and we're not climbing trees to get them. So. What the grocery stores? <laughs> I know, but my point. Wait, what's the difference between apes and gorillas? Uh, this is Gorillas not that kind of podcast. Are... <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, is it, that is a podcast I need to look up. Isn't a I'm gorilla curious. an ape, but not yeah. all apes are gorillas? Yes. Or is that... that sounds right. Yeah. yeah. Well, I was going to say, like, the, on the rise of the planet... The, 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 the Planet Apes movie? I forgot the, the name. Like, yeah. those climb trees? Yeah. Are those gorillas? But that's know. also a movie about... <laughs> that like, is true, but... The hey, uprising. Apes loving humans and... No, not at the end. Well, not at the end. Well, spoiler alert. Oh, sorry. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> yes. Jeez, man. I got a lot of fans that don't see old movies. Um, now they're not going to ever watch that one. Anyway. Uh, sorry, y'all. Yeah, sorry, Julio. <laughs> um, he's the one fan I have. Uh, okay, so moving on. Uh, Risa, you are... Uh, you got... Is it okay if I ask you a question? Yeah. I okay. <laughs> You're uh, one year away from doing student teaching. Mm-hmm. At the moment, <laughs> at the moment, what do you what do you want student teaching to be, and what do you think student teaching is? Um, I want student teaching to Damn be. Good <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I want it to be an opportunity to just truly and like experience classrooms and the children and how they are like on their day-to-day basis and to see how to build relationships what do I think it will be or what it is yeah yeah like what have you been told like what you know you got friends a couple (laughs) (laughs) well all the friends I have are about to go student teach right so I don't think I really talked to many people that okay. did student teach in the past because okay. after they student taught, they left. Sure. So sure. we didn't really get to talk. Yeah. There's no way to, in, in today's day and age, there's no way to stay in touch. Of course not. <laughs> <laughs> I see their posts, but. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, I, just, I just know that you go but so like, and you what help. Are you going to be that first day walking in, right? That, and, and I don't want to keep hounding on Kai because she's about to do it, so I'm going to stay away from Kai right now. But. <laughs> That first day when you walk in, are you going to be your genuine you? Probably not. Right. (laughs) No. Yeah, okay. That's like going into an audition. Like, you're not you. Because you're nervous. Interesting. It's a new set of people. Okay. Now, I will say I will. You will be authentic self? Only because when I say authentic self, I don't mean in a... In a non-professional way. Sure. Yeah. No, so I, yes, in a in a professional, in a professional way, that's what I mean. fully myself. Yes. I, Only because I, I don't want them to feel bamboozled. Yeah. When I get, like, if I'm 100% serious, on day one, like ruthless, then I'm gonna be like, oh, who is this woman? Like, right. can't wait for her to go. Yeah. Um, I want them to, you know, see who I actually am and know that I'm not like this jester. I'm not gonna just let them do whatever. But like there's there's a balance. That's the word I was looking for. Man, you that are I'm an old soul. Person. You're just like bamboozled. Jet, jet, <laughs> you compare yourself to a jester. When I'm drinking out of my chalice. My uh, <laughs> Look, I, that's not the first time I've been. Yeah, when I'm so. sipping my latte out of my chalice. Tea, um, tea. Yeah, tea. my tea. Yeah, my tea. <laughs> yeah, yes. don't spill the tea. Uh, all right. Um, well, that's good. So, like, you know, and I and to go back on what you said about genuine self or authentic self, 
there, there are definitely multiple versions of an authentic mm-hmm. self, uh, and none of them are wrong. They're just situational. Right. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. So. I think I'd want to feel the kids out first before I, like, have my true, true self. Because I don't want to be too comfortable. Yeah. And then they're like, so, we can just take advantage. So that's a good, so one thing that I've always thought about student teaching, because I didn't student teach, and I was alternative cert, like most theater people in the state of Texas. That's true. Uh, or theater educators, I mean. Um, one thing I've always <coughs> thought about doing is you start student teaching by looking in rather than being looking at okay what I mean by that is you go sit in the class and you're not the center of attention now of course students are going to be like who's that who's that who's that who's that sitting back there and but they eventually five minutes later they forget about you you know they're especially today's day and age it's it's all about what's what's right now even with like in the flesh so if you sat in the back of the room or observed and just stayed out of the way and you saw the quote authentic class, you start getting to see how the kids interact in the room before you are really in a place of power. Because even though as a student teacher, you are not necessarily trusted at the very beginning to be in charge of the classroom, there is still an element of authority that you must take on, (coughs) not only for you, but also the kids are gonna look at you as Oh well, she's or you know he's or she's older than me, so they must be that they're in charge, and they're not going to call you Brisa, you know, they're going to call you Mr. Mrs. You know, sir, yes, no, sir, ma'am, yes, ma'am, that kind of stuff. So, but if you sat back and watched for two, three weeks, you would see what the authentic class is. Take some observations, you know. Anyway, my soapbox. There you go. Mandy, how's your hair? You good. Okay. James, what were you gonna say? A lot of authentic what? Students? Authentic. A lot of authentic. You smelled a lot of authentic. I saw a lot of authentic. It was just, they were, they were there in that space. Yeah. And it was like six period. And man. But you, just, did you, you observed, and I don't know the whole department setup, but you observed though, without being the student teacher though. Like that's what you guys are doing, okay? But then you're not student teaching in that room, though. You're just there to observe, <laughs> okay? So that yeah, I mean that's useful. Don't get me wrong, but I'm talking about like if Kai walks in in January, she should walk in and spend January in the back of the the, the room observing how the class is and then teach that class. Yeah, there is it is built in. I forgot the the details, but it is built into that time where you have like maybe two or three weeks. That could be wrong. Anyways, um, two or three weeks to just watch and to um, kind of mirror the teacher a little bit. And then you get to teach. And then they allow you to. But, of course, um, I plan on going and meeting with my teachers um, before I start. And uh, one of them already did. Westfield already been over there. Um, But my middle school, I haven't been over there yet. But I do plan on going before the holiday break just to seeing what everything is like and, you know, talking about. But that's you, though. True. Yeah. That's true. That's true. That's just me. Yeah. Um, but I do recommend that y'all observe at the school beforehand. I yeah. didn't get to do that with my middle school because of the travel time. There's a specific time that yeah, yeah, yeah. we had to have between the schools, and it didn't work out with my original. Right. 
So then you guys, have you all observed? Yeah, this next semester we do, right now it's just observing everywhere we yeah. want to go. Next semester we're supposed to like hone in on places that we would like to student Got teach. It. And mostly just observe there to see how it's like. Okay, so what is going to, what are some elements, Mandy, I'll go to you first. What are some elements that you're looking for for a place to student teach? Um, so I already found a place I kind of have been like, and you don't have to interested say it, and yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't yeah. I won't say it but uh, something that like kind of drew me to that school was um, and someone told me this like freshman year like look for a school that is very different than like the high school that you went to and so my sure. high school had like a really large budget and stuff and so I went to a school not that long ago that had a smaller budget and was working with a lot of different stuff than I was used to and I I really liked like watching that and the the teachers were like very like interactive with their students like they weren't just making them like oh go clean this like they were helping them and they were really engaged with them and not just like oh well you have an assignment let's mm -hmm. i'm gonna go sit in the back eat my lunch while you do an assignment so i like when they're like involved and um those teachers actually took the time to like talk to me and ask me like ask if i had questions and i got to ask them questions and i i just it just kind of clicked, and I just sure. like it, but yeah. Okay, so you sound like the adults are going to make you happy with the kids, hmm. in a way. Like, so your your environment, your surroundings with your peers, if you're happy with that, you will likely have a better time and enjoy your, you know, I think that's true. Mm -hmm. uh, I think if you are surrounded by people you like, it's going to make you enjoy you're not going to be yelling at kids all the time because you're angry with, you know, the, the social studies teacher that's right next to you, you know, that kind of thing. So, yeah, that's that's good. That's smart. You're wise. James, what about you? I, I, I agree with that. Yeah. Really. And it's just like a, a matter of if it – can I be in the environment? Like, am I, am I going to be continuously growing in this environment? Yeah. Or am I going to am I gonna get stagnant at some point? Because if that's what I want to avoid. Yeah. Also, with like whoever's you know, position like above me, like is how transparent like they are. How how real are you keeping it? Yeah. Type of thing because there's a lot of you know. So what is all right? You you bring me onto another topic that I'm very passionate about, but not every theater teacher is, and that doesn't mean that the four of you have to be. But you, it sounds like you are a little bit growth. Where do you go? <clears throat> What's your end game? And I don't mean like when you get this you're done teaching i mean like you know for me i went on and got a administrative certified you know certified in administration and uh i i always want to keep going some middle school some high school some elementary school teachers are a hundred percent content with staying where they are and they actually really like that they like that they are uh staying where they're where they're at building a program building a reputation i've got tons of friends that are like, no, 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 I don't ever want to go anywhere else. I don't want to move up. I don't want to move down. I love the school I'm at. I'm staying here. That's it. I'm happy. But uh, there she is. Uh, but, uh, quiet you. Uh, so, yeah, I'll talk to you in a minute, Jude. But um, so what is, what is you personally, what do you, what do you want to do? What's your, like, growth? What's the growth plan, I guess, is what they call it in the real world. Well, I haven't, I haven't had any, I haven't put anything past. At just, the moment, at the moment. Right now, it's just, 
learning, like, becoming more, like, just confident in my own skills. Yeah. Because I feel like I still have a lot to, to, to learn. Okay. But do you want to be go into wanna, administration? So or do you eventually, wanna, yeah, yeah, I would love okay. to, like, scaffold my I own. I could see that. And just keep it going. I want to, like, eventually, like, become the best version right. of myself mm. if I'm going to be, like, doing it. I, I, I will always want to be the best version. Yeah. So I would definitely want to keep going. It's admirable. Of course. Yeah. What about the rest of you? Do you not you yet. Why not me? <laughs> wait, wait a minute. <laughs> uh, the rest of you want to, uh, where do you see yourself being? Do you see yourself staying at the theater education level? Or do you, as a fine arts administrator, you know, do you see yourself doing that? What do you, who the ASMR? Who, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Swish the bottle. Uh, <laughs> uh, where, do you, where do you guys see yourself? My end goal is to have my own theater company, and in my big dream world, my own school. Um, like a theater school, not like. Are you talking no, about like, legit like Womack Academy? Oh, no. okay. well, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I mean, no, I'm kidding. No, I haven't decided if I wanted it to be a specifically a performing arts school or just a private school. I don't. I'm not sure yet. I don't know the complete details, but. I do know that I do want my own That's theater cool. company. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I don't plan on seeing where I will be right after graduation okay. forever. Um, I would like to teach for a good time, yeah. like a good, decent time to, like, solidify myself as a teacher. And then wherever I am in life, if I have the opportunity to move up, I would probably go back to grad school but like way in the future and um maybe do like like a gary cooper job sure like okay. a head of a theater education program to build new theater educators okay so that would be yeah, like a go into recruitment and growth kind of kind of world hmm? so it's somewhat administrative but it's not a principal yeah yeah maybe what about you <laughs> I have no interest in administration. I just, I want to teach. And I mean, that might change 10, 15, 20 years down the road. But as of right now, I just want to get in the classroom and engage with students because that's what I've wanted to do since I can remember. Right. So We we have talked about this in this class weeks ago. I feel like it's been months now since we've seen each other. But uh, a long time ago, I asked you what you felt you weren't prepared to do, right? Um, at the moment, and again, not nothing to slander any anything. It's just a matter of you personally, what you feel like you could be better at before you leave university. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just want to go around. What is it that you feel like you are going to lack when you enter uh, the classroom that you would love to see uh, more training on potentially? <coughs> I can answer that. I, I think for sure it's still with me is lighting because it's it's like you said in your workshop, it's growing technology every day. And, you know, when you get out of school, it's going to be an entirely new system and entirely new buttons that do different things. So it's just hard keeping up with that when there's, when you're also busy with school and you don't have some of the opportunities that the lighting design majors have. Sure. And, like, I like most of us like had lighting class over COVID. 
So it wasn't the same experience that most of these students are getting now. So it's just like, it's hard. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a scary world of, for lighting. So then how do you, how do you fix that? Um, definitely workshops such as TXETA helped a lot. Um, there were some workshops at um, Best Fest for San Antonio and, um, and Grapevine. Um, just attending those workshops where they're teaching new instruments because they always have booths there yeah, yeah, yeah. of just like, this is what's coming out. And so just going to there and just keeping up to date, like, okay, sure. so this is changing. So, okay. yeah. Blessings. Thank you. Okay, what else? Uh, I mean, and, and this isn't video, but quite a few of you nodded your head when Jude said lighting. <laughs> so, you know, it's not just his opinion. But what any what other things? There may not be anything else. It may just be lighting. What about rigging? What about, like, when, when you walk into a space and you're told, hey, hang this. I want this flat to fly in. Uh, are you? Do you feel like you could safely do that? Absolutely and not. And not kill a kid? No. no. What I could absolutely not do is drop bricks. Drop uh, bricks? Like on a, like a counterweight like system? Counter, like waiting stuff. Yeah. I That terrifies me so much because there's been instances where drip bricks have fallen from such great heights sure. and I'm like, that could kill someone. Yes. And I don't trust myself yeah. to do yeah. that. So what, so, okay, so then if you walk into a space, let's say you're on an interview and you're, and they like you, they think you're great, they think you're perfect for the job and you want that job, but there are elements to the job that you personally are not 100% comfortable with or like Jude just said, the extreme of like, if I did that, like somebody could die. Mm -hmm. uh, what do you do? You I have think, to be honest. Yeah, Run! You, you be, you be you extremely... You lie until it comes to that point. I agree. You should be extremely honest and ask them how they could support you to... Um, cool. To get some training. To get training yeah. and to get help. Or just say, like, I can look into getting more help for this specific thing like rigging or... Right. Stuff like that. Call Blake Miner and ask him to do it. <laughs> Shut up. That's gonna happen. That, that will. That low key is, of course, gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. But uh, what, what else? What are some other things you could do? What if, What if they say, "Oh, you don't know how to do that"? Then you know, thanks. Okay, I'm sorry, but I value the kids' safety. Well, yeah. not only kids, but staff as well. So, sure. if you don't value that here, I'm sorry, but I'll have to also decline okay. this offer. Mm -hmm. The offer that I thought I was going to get to. <laughs> are they willing to give me training? Know, or yeah. are they willing to give me at least time to go in? Yeah, might say something about them and then you running, like you, you know, said a little bit jokingly. <laughs> but, uh, okay. What about, what about if um, you walk into a space and everything is, you're trained to do everything that they've got, but it's in a horrible condition? Like, like broken? You know, yeah, it's just it's just a, a pigsty, pretty much, as my mom used to say. She, you know, your room is a pigsty. Um, she didn't talk like that, but you know, uh, what if what if you walked into a school and they didn't have a rigging, or or you knew rigging, or they didn't have rigging, whatever. That wasn't an issue. It wasn't about your inability to do a task, but the school itself was just in shambles. Uh, and you saw it as you're taking that tour, what would you feel? I would feel scared, but then again, you can make an assignment where, all right, kids, we're going to clean up our space. What if it's shambles because of the kids? Oh. <laughs> I feel like at that point, you would have to decide, are you willing to 
put your energy into changing that environment. So this, again, goes back, not to cut you off, but this, you know, before we started talking, it is my pot. Anyway, uh, <laughs> before, before we started talking, we were, we were talking about Shark Tank, right? Yeah. You know, like kind of like how we, and, and yep. what you just said was exactly what they say on Shark Tank all the time. It's like, I want 20, you know, the person comes in saying, I want 5% for $100,000, blah, blah, blah. And then Mark Cuban says, well, I want 20 because this is going to take a lot of work. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's kind of that feeling. There's no question to that. I'm just saying it's <laughs> definitely. I we I watch about. it. I love yeah. it. I, yeah. You learn. You can learn a lot from Shark Tank. Yeah. Like a lot. Yeah. And some people think it's boring. No, it's not. It's actually quite entertaining. Kyle pulls out a Especially when people. Like, <laughs> as a matter of fact, guys, I'm working on these. Guys <laughs> <laughs> doing an ad read right now. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Shark Tank on ABC. <laughs> Get secret check in the mail. <laughs> yeah, right. No secrets. Uh, anyway, all right. So, um, uh, James, at the moment, uh, what do you feel you need training on? Lighting and sound. Lighting and sound. The technology? The, not, I guess... I think I honestly think if I were to, to go somewhere and take like a, a lighting and like a just a crash course on on the the board itself, sure. I honestly believe like that would like put me in help like, you yeah. yeah put me in the right direction. Okay. I feel like I just haven't had the time with being in school right. like, since we've already like taken the class and it's it's passed by. But now with the other classes that are in, that are, that have to come in the schedule, it's like I have to like make time for that eventually, right. and I know I do. So it's like. Now, do you guys, as far as the non-technology side of things, the directing a show, the producing a show, the managing a show, do you guys feel confident in that? Definitely. Honestly, yes. Yeah, okay. one of the things that has helped with that is that uh, is our directing course. Okay. Courses that we take, because in directing two, you produce a full, well, we had to produce a full one-act show. Oh, okay. You design the lights, you design set, you built the set, you buy the props, all of it, costume design, everything, every everything, cutting the script, rehearsals, okay. all that. So actually, just being in it and just doing it, doing it, doing it, that helped. Right. Helped helped us learn because not only are you being lectured to, <coughs> you're also, you know, doing all Either the other learning dirty. styles, yeah. all of it, literally. And I feel like if that was the case in our lighting and sound classes, I, I didn't take them here, so I can't comment on right. that. But just in general, um, if, if you were actually in an auditorium and doing things like from day one or maybe even week two, I feel like that would help a lot more. Mm-hmm. So then when you design your classes that mm-hmm. you're going to teach, how many of, are, are you going to teach a lecture-based theater class or are you going to teach a do what we need to do based theater class and I don't mean that to say like in tech theater it's a we're going to work on the production that's currently in front of us right most of the time but most most campuses are like that right Uh, but in theater one it's it's lecture based but it's still designed sometimes around your shows right Mm -hmm. You know, you know that Tech Week, you're not going to want to teach Theater One. You're going to want to relax, maybe, take care of the last-minute things. Oh, shoot, the program hasn't been, you know, 
finalized, you know, there are all these little things that you just forgot about. So do you design your, this is for you, a question for you, not, I'm not going to answer. Do you design your theater one, theater two classes around your calendar or do you design your calendar around your classes? I mean, I feel like you can do both. I mean, you, the things that That's you so do. so political. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but literally, like, the things that, let's say we're doing, I don't know, The Wiz, and you have to make a green, some kind of green program, but you're struggling with the design, and you don't want to do it yourself. So have, find, look through the teaks for Theater One and try to see how that could relate to mm -hmm. You know that class that day, and you don't—that's not requiring a whole bunch of like strenuous work from you. You can still say, "Oh, this is what, this is how this ties to the the content in this class, and this is why you're also doing it, sure. and this is how like you're being a part of the process too." So, yeah, I think as long as you do that, you you can do both. Marisa, do you have an answer? You kind of <clears throat> perked up a little bit, but did I? Well, you <laughs> sat forward in your seat when. Um. Yeah. Just reading the, the body language. Uh, what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna design your classes around your production or your productions around your classes? <laughs> Do you need the question again? No. <laughs> um. I blacked out. <laughs> well, <laughs> I would say I kind of like what Kai said like doing both, but I would put more emphasis on the classes. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no, no so further. So what about the, so uh, Mandy, what if you go into a 3A school or a 2A school, lower level A's, shall I say, not a lower level school necessarily, I, don't, I think that sounds negative, mm -hmm. but uh, a smaller school and you are only required to direct one act play, are you going to feel artistically fulfilled? I mean, you can do like in class, like, what if, well, you can't do like in class plays. What, no, 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 I'm saying, uh, okay, so you're saying just completely in class, but you can't, you can't yeah. perform it. They don't have time for you to perform it anywhere else. Um. And you don't have a big selection of kids. You've got, you know, three A's, two A's, uh, one A, you know, a one A is like, it's like a hundred kids in the whole school. You know, like that's 25 kids a class. Carry the one. Yeah, 25, you know, about. So what if you're in one of those schools and, and you'll get to know people that are. You may be one of those people, but uh, will you, will the artistic side of you feel fulfilled if you only get to do one full show a year? I mean, like, I feel like. Personally, I'd be fine because okay. I want to focus. I would want to focus more on like teaching them. You'd get a lot more time to teach more specific things, like more specific acting techniques, or if you're teaching tech, like more specific techniques for that. So I mean, you and you would still get that one outlet a year, and you could put more time and focus into sure. it throughout the year and make sure it's really polished. Jude, you kind of oof when I said that. I I think I could survive in it, but that. It goes back to your question of where do you want to be, like, end up. Mm -hmm. I feel like that would not be a permanent place for me. Sure. It would definitely be of I'm here to, you know, start out. I mean, that's a great, like, 1A is a great place to start out. 
you can focus on your teaching, your teaching style that works with you, yeah. and just focus on one act and do that. The pedagogy element. That's that's yeah. a great starting point, but it's not where I want to First, spend my yeah. whole teaching career at. Right. Because I, you're right, it would not fill me. Because I want to do something like exciting. I want to do something big. I want to do musicals. I want to do all this. And like one A schools don't really give you that opportunity to like. Oh, I want to start this kind of yeah. program. I want to start teaching this kind of like content. It's kind of in the box. So, right. <clears throat> I love one act play. So I, I honestly feel like I would be okay with that. Yeah, I love it that much. Put, put that much, and you'd put a lot more emphasis. Yeah, on I would it. put yeah. way. I feel like I would put like my my heart, soul, and my fist into it. Okay. I've that never heard cool. that before. <laughs> I like heart, that. Heart, soul, I'm and it. okay. <laughs> so like you it. would you would you would love it. You would feel it, and you would punch the hell out of it? Okay. <laughs> I, that's not where I got it. <laughs> well, it's a PG podcast. So oh, I, never mind. That's, never that's mind. where we're going with it. Cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it. and fist A. That's not pig left. So, okay, so, uh, and we'll, we'll stop talking in, in a little bit, but I do have, this is a unique question, and I want you to put some thought into it. Uh, where do you expect your students to go once they leave your classroom? Why are you teaching theater to them? What's the point? My goal is for them to feel, to go into college with any sort of theater degree. That's why I want to inspire them so much that they feel like they can do this for a living. Because a lot of kids don't feel like they can. They get scared because like their parents come to them oh, you want to do acting for a living? Well, let's think about a real job. Right. And that also goes back to the home life where parents don't actively push for their children's dreams sometimes. Because sure. they want to look, I mean, that's understandable. They want to look out for their kids. They want to make sure they're well taken care of. And acting is a very lucrative job. Sure. Um, but that's where I come in, where I'm like, you can do this for a living. You're talented. Like, I want to sh like push that in you. And especially for me, I was scared to do, like, I wanted to do musical, like, I wanted to do theater for a living. And my teacher was like, okay, and I'm, what's your fears? I'm like, I'm afraid I won't be able to make a living. I, I want kids in the future. I, I want to support them. And she's like, well, have you thought about theater education? And you can teach something that you love. And on summers, you can go do shows still. And yeah. I'm like, I didn't think about that. And here I am. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just giving the students to believe in themselves that they can, if they if this is something they truly want to do with their life, that they can, and they don't have to make exceptions just to make a living. Right. James, you were <clears throat> starting to perk up too. I feel like it, life, like when you have to like go to school and do this, that, and the other, like it can feel like systematic a lot of times. So I, I feel like I would just want like my students to just, when they are, in the classroom space or like whatever. Like I just want them to be open and e expressive. I don't, like I, I'll, I'll always push you in the right direction, but like the the goal is for you to like, when you come in here, like you can. Safe. Like, yeah, safe space. Like I, I think I'm gonna like advocate for that like a lot. Yeah. Because that's gonna like, that could like make or break like just being in the, the classroom in the first place. Yeah. So I just I just want you to just come and give me give me something, and I'm gonna I'm gonna try my best to to, to give you something. Right. Type of, type of vibe. Okay. Mandy, do you have a 
question? So what what where do you what is the reason you're going to teach theater? Like why what do you want the kids to end up with? And and I don't mean like you know from a lesson. I mean like years if you're teaching freshmen, where do you want to see those kids as graduating seniors, that kind of thing? Like what's the what's the point of you teaching theater? I mean kind of like what James was saying about like the safe space like um, because I know like when I was in high school like I didn't really feel like I belonged anywhere but I felt like I belonged in theater so creating a space where they feel like they belong and some be have, having something like they want to do when it keeps them going <coughs> and um, I mean kind of like what both of them said um, with like going into like wanting to pursue it further like the end goal is always to have kids ask you more questions about like the, like their future education in theater like a higher education in college and yeah okay i'll accept it that's not me that's <laughs> oh, okay brisa do you have an answer um what was the question again <laughs> i know the, the overall but... short-term memories uh, <clears throat> it's TikTok. Yeah. I was have just you, about to say it's yeah. TikTok. Have you ever eaten? No. Um, uh, <laughs> uh, where, where, what's the reason you're teaching theater? What's the What's the point, and where do you want your kid? What do you want your kids to get out of it and, and end up? Um, personally, I don't. Not that I don't care, but I if they don't do theater, that's perfectly fine right. with me. Because most likely. Probably ninety percent of them won't do theater, so I'm not gonna set myself up. Probably more than that, but yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just want the, them to become to like build them up into the best person that they can be, yeah. because high school is high school. High school is tough, and it's where you find a sense of your identity. And I just want them to use theater as an outlet and to honestly just learn very useful skills that don't just involve theater. A lot of the things we learn here can be taken into like other Practical, subjects, yeah, other jobs. Sure. I just want them to take that confidence and that identity with them and do whatever it is that they want to do, but to know that they, whatever it is they want to do, they can do. Right. Because they're capable of doing anything they set their mind to. Right. Good. Kai, do you have a wrap up? Do I? Do I? <laughs> so number one, I definitely want my students to graduate and leave my classroom with a greater appreciation of theater itself, number one. And number two, I want them to go into the world just being a better person um, than what they were when they came into my classroom. Um, even if they w started off great, I want them to leave even better, you know. Because um, I think empathy is something that a lot of people need these days. Um, so I'm definitely going to advocate that in my classroom a lot, using the content, of course. Um, so yeah, my just like Brisa, I just want them to really be better people that understand that theater is a great thing as well. You know, so I don't want them to think that it's just this lame thing and only weird people like it. <laughs> Which is oh, true. Yeah. Uh, no, but, no. Oh, well, no, 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 no. So I'm going to ask one more question. Uh, uh, I'd prefer to ask it once. Thank you, class. Uh, what are you going to do to achieve your individual goals of what you want your students to be? What are you personally going to do to help your students achieve those goals? Anybody can chime in first, and then we'll 
Or you may not have an answer. I'll do whatever it takes. Oh, come on, let me turn the mic <laughs> I do. I'll, I'll do whatever it takes. <laughs> That's copyright. You're going to get sued. <laughs> okay, go. But yes, that's that that is my answer. I will do whatever it takes. Like I will go to to far lengths to to achieve like what I what the, the goal I have. Like I feel like I mean if, if if you're not willing to go to that length, like why are you like in the business? In the, yeah, because yeah. I mean it's not nobody said it was supposed to be easy. You yeah. Know? Okay. Mm -hmm. That was good. Yeah, I would just keep learning. Yes, my turn. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to always keep keep learning and stay up to date and keep an open mind. Like I said, advocate for empathy, practice empathy in the classroom, um, and, and enforce it. Uh, not practice, enforce empathy. Yeah, um, yeah and, and continue growing as an artist as well. Not So continue growing as an educator and continue continuously growing as an artist because I feel like they'll have a more they'll have more of an appreciation for you as a theater educator if you're continuously growing as an artist itself they're not gonna think oh you're just <coughs> you're just out here yeah. preaching sure. but you're not practicing what you're preaching yeah. type thing I think the best part of achieving my goal is creating a, a super super safe place for my kids because if they can't come to me and come with their anxiety and their worries about doing this profession, then I can't help them. And that only comes with knowing that they're safe to come talk to me and that I'm gonna give them the real deal, that I'm not gonna sugarcoat anything and that I'm just, I'm, I'm and part of being a teacher is you practically play mentor, you play sometimes parent, and you play, you play so many roles in this kid's life and they have to rely on you for that so i'm gonna play mentor and kind of parent where i'm be like yes acting is scary going for a living is scary you're gonna have to get a second job sometimes when you can't get acting jobs mm -hmm. this is what's gonna happen but you have to be prepared and you have to be sure in your talent because you have talent that you can do this because when you start doubting yourself that's when you fail so creating that kind of space of like I'm not, I'm going to tell you what it is. I'm going to give you the real deal. Um, I agree with Jude. Creating a safe space is the most important thing for me. During high school, I, theater was my safe space. I had a really good relationship with my director, and I want them to be able to, like, after they graduate, if they ever need anything, to reach out to me, because whenever I applied into this program, I was scared to apply, so I called my director, and I had a, like, an hour-long phone call with her about should I do it? Like, what is the best option? And she's the one that pushed me to apply. So I wouldn't be here, quite literally, <clears throat> if it wasn't for her and for that phone call. And it's because she made a safe space for us to where I knew that I could trust her and I could rely on her or anything that I needed for, like, support and advice. And I knew that, like, if I had her, if she thought that I was good enough, then I was good enough. So mm -hmm. I want to be able to do that for my students. That was very cute. <laughs> I also feel like with the per with the perception of thing, like I feel like there's so many like students who who just who just go go through the day with just, with just the notion that oh theater is theater is lame without even knowing that they can they can walk into that space and and 
and already be making like a better choice for themselves because they didn't, mm. they didn't even know that they could be as expressive as this. Right. Mm -hmm. And then once once that can cascade into, you know, perception is such a big thing in high school. It's 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 crazy it to is. even think about how abundant it is. Have you guys told your theater teachers that you're grateful and thankful? Mm, all the time. Every day. Good. I actually I saw her at the Gaylord. Yeah, Whenever she yeah. was there, I'm like, hey, I'm, like, I'm still doing it. I'm still trying to become a teacher. And if you have enough kids for a fourth director, <laughs> I'm coming in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And you also spit it like, hey, by the way, also, UH is looking for... <laughs> you're like, you Ahead of the program. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Too soon. Uh, uh, okay. Last, last question. Because uh, I know I already said last question. Um, what, what does a safe space look like to you? Uh, a safe space for me is definitely, I go back to high school where I would come into the classroom and I would build my, uh, build up my walls. And, you know, that would be the full day where I'm having an awful day and no other teacher would ask me until I got into my theater classroom and they would come to me and say, hey, what's wrong? And, like, I would bust down, like, hey, do you want to talk about it or do you just want to cry it out? It's whatever you want to do. And that's kind of like you have to give the students their own way of communicating. Because you can't just, uh, a, not a safe space is going to, oh, that student looks like there's something wrong. I need to go up to them. I need to prod. And I need them to tell me everything that's wrong with them. That's not a safe space. And I feel like a lot of teachers think that is a safe space because they feel like they, because we are not, we are not their therapist. Mm -hmm. And as a teacher, you can really mess with a kid's head when you give, when you try to give advice on things like at home or at that, so all you are there is to listen and provide perspective, because kids are always going to think that they're right or like, oh, Jennifer is such a this and this and this. I'm like, well, did you think about it like this? Mm -hmm. Like, did you think that maybe like you should apologize or like how you can make this better? That's what they're kind of relying you on, sure. not to tell them you need to do this. You need to do this and this and this. It's like, maybe you could try this, or you can try this. Give different opportunities. Um, so yeah, that's kind of a safe space in my mind. Okay. Safe space to me is just building relationships with people. I feel like that's, that's my whole, like, you're asking me, how do you, how do you like, like, how do you define, like, life? Like, what do you yeah. the purpose of life? It's just, like, to interact with people and, you know, like, learn new things. Yeah. I literally feel like that's what we were, like, put on earth for. Yeah. As long as that makes sense. Yeah, my safe space for a classroom looks like, you know, an environment where it's it's completely real. It's not going to be perfect all the time. Everybody is not going to like each other all the time. But one thing that everyone will have to do is respect each other. That is a huge thing for me. Even when I go to do my teaching artist jobs, I, that's day one, minute two. Yeah. We're talking about how important respect is. Not only, I don't start off with saying how important it is to respect me. I talk about them respecting each other. Because right. that, that is a lot of the issue sometimes, is them against each other. And um, so, yeah. And it's a space where respect is present. And 
again, empathy, where that is also present. Um, yeah. But other than that, I, f- I feel like with a space without those two things <clears throat> is not going to be peaceful at all. Mm-hmm. Or a, a growing environment. Sure. Uh, peaceful is not the best word because it's not always going to be. Productive? Yes, pro- even productive. Yeah, productive. It'll, yeah, yeah. creative, productive environment. Put your heart, soul, and, and fist into it. I don't know where the track is that my daughter recorded, so she's going to be mad, but she's going to do it again. So uh, here it is, uh, me impersonating Ava, impersonating the kids that originally uh, recorded this. 